A big part of uh, growing up is wanting to be like somebody else, right? Watching someone that you admire, someone that you consider a hero or an expert, wanting to be just like that. So maybe when you were little, you wanted to be just like your dad. So you picked up a hammer and started pounding dents in the wall. Or maybe you wanted to be just like your mom. So you found her lipstick and drew it all over your face. Or maybe you wanted to be a superhero. Maybe you wanted to be Superman and fly. So you jumped off the garage roof and broke your arm. A lot of life is lived that way by watching someone we really admire, someone we consider to be a hero or an expert, and then trying to be like him or be like her. And there's an aspect to the Christian life that is exactly like that. Of course, the one we seek to imitate, the one we see as a hero, as an expert, is our brother Jesus. He did everything in his life exactly the way God wanted him to, exactly the way God wants us to. And so there's no one better for us to learn from and to learn about and watch than Jesus so we can be just like him. That's what St. Paul tells us in our second lesson for today, uh, that his life as a Christian was all about. He said, I consider everything to be a loss because of what is worth far more, knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. I want to know Christ, St. Paul said, and I want to be just like him. St. Paul wanted to learn everything Jesus did so that he could be just like Jesus. Now that sounds pretty good to us as well, I think. But before you sign up for that career path, listen carefully to what St. Paul says is involved in being like Jesus. He says, I do this so that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, fantastic, and the fellowship of his sufferings. Wait a minute. Being conformed, St. Paul says, to his death. So being a Christian doesn't just mean successfully living like Jesus. It also means being willing to suffer with Jesus. And it means joining Jesus in his passion and his crucifixion and even his death. Are you willing to be that much like Jesus? That's what his people are called to do, says St. Paul, spiritually. So let's look again at these words from the apostle in uh, Philippians chapter 3 and realize that living for Jesus can mean even sharing the death of the cross. Uh, listen to how important St. Paul felt it was to know that Jesus was his Lord and Savior and to be like him in every way. He said, but whatever things were a profit for me, these things I have come to consider a loss because of Christ. But even more than that, I consider everything to be a loss because of what is worth far more, knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have lost all things and consider them rubbish so that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own, which comes from the law, 
but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God by faith. So St. Paul here is saying, everything I've ever done in my life that anybody could ever consider to be good, everything that I believe is worth something in this world, I'd give it all up, never mention it again in order to have the good things that Jesus died to give me. And uh, Paul had a lot of good things to give up. He was a very accomplished man. He had done many things in his life that he was proud of and could be proud of. As a Jewish Pharisee, uh, he was an achiever, a person of accomplishment. He was someone who was at the top of his class and number one in his field. And he was respected by people for that, for his keeping of the rules. That was what his life had been about before Jesus. And yet, he says, I'm willing to consider all of that as worthless trash in order to have what Jesus died to give me. St. Paul knew that we can't come to God with our little lists of accomplishments, our good deeds, our, our bags full of brownie points, for all the good things we think we've done and expect to buy our way into God's family. Membership in the family of God is not something we can buy or something we can earn at any price. It's only available to us as a free gift and only after we give up any thought, any claim to be able to earn it on our own achievements. Because even the best we can do in this world is not enough to cancel out even one of our sins against God. That's why St. Paul said, I consider everything I've ever done, even the good things, as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God by faith. I think the question for us as we read these words of St. Paul is, do you and I have that same kind of thirst to receive the forgiveness of our sins and to have peace with God? Are we ready to count as garbage everything and anything that we feel we might have done well in this world, in our lives, in order to gain Christ and hold on to Him? Are we eager to know him, as St. Paul says, and to be like him in every way? Are we willing to be so much like Jesus that we're willing to share in the kinds of things he went through in our place, to suffer with him, to feel the pains he felt, to die the death he died? Does Jesus' cross mean that much to us? The cross of Jesus had come to mean that much to St. Paul. In this very personal passage uh, from his letter to the Philippians, St. Paul opens up his heart and his deepest personal desires, and he shares them with us. He has such a strong desire to identify with his Lord, the Lord who saved him. Uh, he has such a desire to be like his hero, his expert, Jesus that he's willing to go through anything, he says. He's willing to suffer, even to die, if that is what is called for, in order to be like 
Jesus and spend eternity together with him in heaven. Listen to St. Paul's faith-born desire. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death in the hope that in some way I may arrive at the resurrection from the dead. And he wants us to want that too. St. Paul tells us something very important about those whom God calls his children uh, by faith in Jesus. And that is that a true child of God is willing to suffer for Jesus' sake. He is willing even to die in the service of his Savior if if he's called upon to do that. And the reason that a child of God is willing even to die for Christ is that we have already died to sin in holy baptism. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6, we died to sin. How can we go on living in it any longer? Or do you not know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him by this baptism into his death so that just as he was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too would also walk in a new life. In the waters of holy baptism, our old sinful self was drowned, never to completely control us again. We were joined to Jesus' death through that sacred washing. And so now, the Bible tells us we are dead to sin. By the power of God's grace, we have put behind us The old way of life lived only for self and for sin. And we are now concentrating on living for the Savior who has given us the full forgiveness of all of our sins as a free gift. The Bible is very clear to us about one side effect of having our sins washed away by the blood of Jesus. As followers of the one who was killed on the cross... The cross and its suffering will be part of our Christian lives in this world. After all, a servant is not above his master. If Jesus had to carry his cross, we may be called on to bear crosses from time to time as well. But St. Paul shows us here that the child of God considers it to be pure joy, a privilege to be called upon to share in the death of the cross. Since it was through that cross that the gift of life was first given to each one of us. St. Paul's words here raise a very basic question for the believer in Jesus. And that question is this, do we really have to share in the sufferings of Jesus? Do we really literally have to share in the death of Jesus, the death of the cross? Well, if you mean by that, that somehow we have to pay for our mistakes, or at least some part of our mistakes, by suffering in this life, then no. If by that you mean that uh, we, what we suffer somehow makes up for part of our sins, then no. We could never do that. Uh, not if we were tortured all day, every day, for an entire lifetime. Even then, we could never pay for even one of the sins we've committed against the holiness of God. 
But there's no need to do that because someone already did. When Jesus hung on that cross, when he shouted, it is finished, he meant it. Finished. Period. Full stop. When Jesus died on the cross, the complete payment for sin, for all sins, for your sins and my sins, was paid in full. And it's now ours as a free gift, no strings attached. Because of our faith in the suffering and the death and resurrection of Jesus, we are called upon to live a new life, a life of Christ-likeness. And uh, from time to time, as we live the life of Christ, we may be called upon to share in his sufferings in one way or another. That's a part of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. But rather than thinking of that suffering when it comes to us as some sort of a punishment, some sort of a penalty, some sort of an unfair treatment uh, uh, from God, we can think of it, as St. Paul did, as a joy, as a privilege to share in his cross and perhaps even to share in the death of the cross, if that's God's will for us. It only confirms for us that we are at one with Jesus Christ. One with him in his suffering and death, yes, perhaps, but also gloriously one day, one with him in his resurrection and in spending eternity with him and with the Father in heaven. So, is Jesus your hero, your expert? Do you want to be just like him? Are you ready to carry his cross through life? And even if necessary, to share in the death of that cross? May God grant that all of us be found worthy to share in what St. Paul describes as the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death in the hope that we may arrive at the resurrection from the dead. And on that journey, may we share St. Paul's perspective that he also shares with us in these words. Since we haven't yet attained that resurrection, May our determination be what his was, to press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus also took hold of me. And let us determine to do what the apostle did. Forgetting the things that are behind and straining toward the things that are ahead, let us press on toward the goal, even being willing to share in the death of the cross, which is ever before our eyes, like it is during this Lenten season. Then we may, with St. Paul, win the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. May it ever be so. Amen.